0: hey Josh hey Nate how are you doing this week I am doing pretty great we got lots of uh, lots of snow over here in Canada it's uh, pretty great I love snow love going out and walking in it and all that sort of stuff and uh, my son just had uh, surgery on Wednesday for his tonsils so uh, we're in repair mode over there and but he's, uh seems to be bouncing back pretty good so we're just really thankful nice. to, uh, to be able to do that. Awesome.
1: That's good. Yeah. Cause I know you've had, I don't know. He's had some, I, I, my, my wife had her tonsils out. I think, I don't know if my other kids have, my kids have, um, but I know it was a source of like, you know, a lot of infections and other stuff, which led to like that. So yeah. I'm assuming this is sort of the same reason. Cause I know in the past mm-hmm. you've talked historically about some, 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 colds and some other things just continuing to pop up or whatever
0: so. yeah yeah he gets sick really easy and we've spent uh, quite a few times in the hospital with him just with the asthma and not being able to keep his oxygen up so really thankful right. that uh, it's been done and uh hopefully that'll improve things for him so nice yeah too. i hope so too. how uh, how are things with you uh,
1: pretty good uh we got some snow too we don't get it as Uh, as much as you do up north, way up north. Mm. Um, but, uh, enough that, you know, I think aside from, aside from, uh, U S the U S having a holiday on Monday, which was Martin Luther King day. Um, Um, we did, I think my kids were in school one day this week. (laughs) (laughs) um, That's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, but some, you know, some sledding. They've been earning lots of cash, like snowing. Uh, oh, yeah. Cleaning up people's driveways. We we did take a trip over to the local high school that has a nice big, nice big sledding hill. So I, I took off uh, maybe Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday afternoon to go bring them there for a bit. So nice. Um, but now it's good. Things are going. Uh, I'm in deep with a lot of projects still. I think I've told you about working on pricing, still working on pricing, um, but it's going really well. Uh, It's like when you feel good about something and then Mm. you just feel – you just keep like throwing it against the wall Mm -hmm. and you keep having multiple iterations or multiple sleep cycles and waking up and relooking at it. And sometimes (laughs) you're like, something feels off. I don't know what it is. And then (laughs) then 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 you're past that one and then you're on another hurdle. Yep. Uh, and it's in one of those like cycles where it's like, I feel like I'm perpetually circling and it just gets better, gets better every time. Um, well, so I'm
0: glad, I'm glad that it's progressing in a, in a positive direction. I know sometimes those searching times can be kind of, you know, feels like you might never cross this next thing that you have to figure out and, but then eventually you do. Right. And
1: Right. Or yeah, yeah, you have a stone in your shoe feeling and you just keep doing and you can't get it out. You're just like yeah. uh, spinning you spinning your tires type of thing. But it's on the up and up. I feel like it's it's almost it's almost there. All the all the rocks mm-hmm. are almost out of the shoe.
0: <laughs> okay. Good, good. So this is like stuff that you're kind of testing out, or are you just you're more thinking of it internally and then you're gonna publish it sometime later?
1: Uh, there's a lot going into it. So we, we're we're making some pretty massive structural changes to how we are going to be billing and whatnot. Um, so those are all in place. It's now around it like how do we how do we set up the plans uh, so that we're not adding too much risk to ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's also a lot of where the magic is happening now it, uh, is is on actual pricing page. Cause that's going to be sort of where people are going to foresee it and have to make a choice, which, which lane they're going down and how is something perceived in a way that doesn't feel like that they're getting nickel and dimed and it feels fair. But at the same time, are they self identifying into the right plan structures? So it's a lot of, it's like taking a lot of learnings and a lot of nuance and a lot of like, and involving a lot of people, um, on my team. Sometimes mm. people have their own biases built up over time, but it's also like, hey, let's remember what we're trying to accomplish here. That's okay. Or we're willing to make a uh, a trade-off. Nothing's gonna be perfect because someone might shoot a hole in it and be like, well it doesn't count for this and be like, <laughs> that's okay. You know, you you're looking at a piece of pie and you're like, okay, I've got 40% here and 40% here is better than, you know, little i got that 20 that everyone wants but this other stuff is now like more muddy, you know that type
0: of thing i feel like pricing is a hard thing to figure out there's so many so many layers to it and just yeah keeping it keeping it straightforward enough that the customer like it, it resonates with the customer right and that it's it's good for the both of you yep
1: yep so uh so yeah been deep down that tunnel and i don't know the doing it on a page is really the great redeemer. It's like, I've tried different iterations of spreadsheets and different things. Mm. Uh, I've actually done it on the page multiple times and I end up circling back. And, but that's where it really like the rubber meets the road, because that Mm. is something you could throw in front of prospects or in front of salespeople and just sort of like, Let's see how they react. Let's see how do they get it, right? Or yeah. or what's confusing, right? So just just as you you would with someone watching someone like read your home page, yeah. especially if it's someone that is of the right target, right? Yeah. Doesn't have too much knowledge, so they don't have like baked in preconceived notions either. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where like, you know, showing it to your your mom or your your yeah high school friends that aren't involved they'll be like i don't understand what it does and it's like (laughs) well i'm not going to explain that and that's okay because if you got here you have some idea and you're in this market so it doesn't have to i don't have to explain it to my mom on the home page per se there has to be some level of clarity but not to the details of like mom let me explain to you marketing right
0: yeah (laughs) yeah Well, and you even have that with experts too, right? Like if you get like a, a designer in or even a consultant to try and help you with certain things, like sometimes that can be a real barrier where they don't understand some of the, the way that, you know, prospects talk. Um, and so then it becomes difficult for them to actually like get past that and, you know, evaluate the things that you care about.
1: Yeah. And you have to have really good, strong conviction on who your audience is because, mm-hmm. You know someone coming in from the street doesn't know if they are your audience okay that's great but if they you know even if you ask a plenty of copywriters and marketing experts to come in they're gonna have their own biases like i've heard people mm-hmm. uh you know it's funny is like you hear on on linkedin and whatnot and people just like uh you know I don't know what the word is if they're like making fun of or ridiculing or sort of like in jest, right? They know these jobs are hard, but they're like, hey, if I see one more person say like a modern marketing platform, um, (laughs) you know, I'm going to like, you know, that doesn't resonate. That doesn't, you know, and I'm kind of like, okay, maybe it doesn't for you. You don't know who that person's audience is. Maybe it does work. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. But it's like the challenge is when you see people rant like that, and then yeah. you're writing your copy, and then you're like, "Well, I'm not going to put that in because
0: yeah. that guy
1: <laughs> like had a visceral reaction to that, so I'm not putting in modern, even though maybe that's the best way to describe your product. I don't know. Right? Yeah,
0: I feel like the best example of that, which is like maybe a little bit of a tangent, is those um, those appliance websites where you can like buy appliances online, mm-hmm. and some of them are so horrible looking. And I remember looking at one in particular that just it just like how could you have a design like this and still make money but there was a whole case study where they had tried and updated it to something that looked kind of like amazon and their their purchase rates just fell through the floor and Mm -hmm. so just having this like kind of ugly but like very utility kind of way of showing things was what people wanted and really like understood and were able to deal with um right i think that's kind of the same thing with like pricing too where it's like you got to know your customer rate and like make sure that you're resonating with the right things.
1: Yeah. And it's like those, and the, some of those patterns are treaded in, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, one of those sites, like if I go on, you know, Home Depot, mm-hmm. Best Buy, all these other things, like they're, you know, and or a, a camera searching site, like the number of categories I know to go to the you know, one side and I'm like, select by brand, select by this, select mm-hmm. by size, select by price, sort by order, all those different things. And yeah, like sometimes the, the jankier website, like everyone's used to Craigslist. If they change mm-hmm. and make it would almost give it a different vibe. and almost like, this is wrong. This doesn't mm-hmm. feel right anymore. Like they're yeah. so entrenched in, in that, in that, you know, there's, there's that balance of familiarity. And I think that's where you get like the balance of like, and that's where marketing and any of these pages, they have to be interesting enough to stand out, mm. but not be weird. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah.
1: Like, like stand out enough to get attention, but not be like,
0: like so far, what is yeah.
1: this? Where, where am I? Like, is, yeah. am I on a different planet? Right.
0: Yeah. I've totally had that with testing taxi where, when I was trying to come up with a name, I would tell people that name. And, um, some people would definitely be like, that's just weird. And, um, I guess, I, I don't know, I've tested out on a bunch of like testing people and it seems to really resonate well because it's like, it's very memorable and like, it's kind of, it's a little bit quirky and whatever. And...
1: Yeah. I like it. It's fun. It's like, come on, yeah. hop on, hop on in. Let's go for a ride.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds so strange. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: um, anyway, I ranted a bit on the whole, like, uh, uh, yeah, a little bit of copy, a little bit of pricing, that stuff. So that that's been my world uh, lately. Um, nice. How about you?
0: Yeah, been living in text, testing taxi land. Still can't say that very fast without <laughs> making a tongue twister. Sorry. Um, same thing with
1: referral rock. I have to slow my self yeah. down to say referral rock because you can't say it too fast. Same thing <laughs> with testing taxi. It's like, uh, what is it? Like an alliteration or some some weird like with the,
0: The two, the two, two words. Yeah. Yeah. Something's going on there. Yeah. So I've been doing lots of marketing and sales activity for that. Um, did a bunch of, um, improvements to the website to, to kind of help steer people in the right direction towards the, uh, the extension page, um, added some pro pro section there with some pricing, got all my pricing links on there with facts and everything, um, did a bunch of linkedin things to try and kind of get people on and uh yeah it's been a lot of fun cool
1: cool how is that you know last time we talked
0: i threw that
1: random idea about like you know about people trying to install the uh extension on mobile like it won't work Mm. right so like the whole (laughs) hey give me your email address i'll send it to you later um Has that worked out? That's something I've always wanted to do on a lot of different things. It's been this idea of like, like, like just an easy on any web page, like just email me this link later. Like I don't want to bookmark it. I just want to be reminded later. I just, I'll put it in my email. I don't care.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it it has converted. Like there's a couple of people that have done it. Um, And it's fun because I see, see myself on those emails. So I get to see Mm -hmm. them in my inbox and it makes me excited because I see people are doing things. I think that's been like the funnest thing of all of this is like on Google analytics, there's that real time view and Uh to watch like people come in, in real time and like move around the site and like that, there's actually like, there's actually like a non-zero count of people like on Mm -hmm. a general, like any given time that I look at it. Mm -hmm. um, I've uh, been having a lot of fun with that. Cool.
1: Have you, have you used any heat map stuff to go like look where people are going or anything?
0: I haven't gone that far. So I've d- I set up all my funnels to like track, you know, are people moving from the blog to um, landing page or blog to extension page and you know are people going from the, the landing page where I want them to and that sort of thing. But none of the uh, the heat maps.
1: Okay. If you want to check one out, um, Microsoft has a really good free one that it's Is it called Clarity. Clarity?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll think of that and try.
1: Um, well, yeah. And another question I had, how, so you mentioned like getting information from the. Like extension store and how that, mm-hmm. so how does that, I think I asked you before, but I wasn't clear on your answer, but how does, how are you getting that in GA four?
0: So I think like it's through Google. Right. And so I think they have, um, they just have like a shared property or something like that. That's filtered. So it's like a filtered view kind of thing. Um, but it's just like you'd have your website in there and you just have like the one page and then you have events for the different actions. So like if people install or if they like just view the page or if they um, if they uninstall, you can see those as like events. And so you can set up your reports and whatnot around that.
1: So it's a totally separate property. Like you would set mm-hmm. up your, you know, you go in there, you create your own properties for your your own websites and whatnot mm-hmm. so essentially the fact that you have a uh extension they essentially give, give you create you a separate property that is so you can see all that and you can make some little changes basically you know you can't place the pixel in the chrome right, <laughs> app yeah, store yeah. so essentially they have it there and they have a property so it's not and then, and then you could like how do you track things from one property to another, or you can add enough stuff to theirs to like add your site. It basically, it gives you like it's already baked into track stuff from the Mm -hmm. store. And then if you use that same property on your site, essentially it can track the whole journey. Is that?
0: Yeah. Well, so the problem is it actually doesn't track across very well. I have to figure out if there's a way to link those two, but I don't think there is just because they're They're completely separate. Um, okay. and I think the way I've done that previously on separate domains is to use like, um, there's like a little setup, um, script that you can run on the first, like when they come, when they come over kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I've also had trouble too, with like, uh, UTM properties don't, they get, they clear them out before they do the page view event. Um, so right. you don't actually get the UTM properties as well. You do get like the refer domain and whatever, but you don't get any of the like, um, campaigns and whatever. You can't really see much of that. Right, right.
1: So you're sort of just like have to know that there's like a, like a wall there, and essentially mm-hmm. you go, I track this up to this point, and then I do my own thing over there, and yeah, and it's not going to be an exact like tracing one person all the way through, but
0: yeah, it's more of pretty a pretty close, yeah. So like what I've tried to do is not instrument it too far. I've just tried to get like general flow understanding. Um, That's smart. And well, I, I know that's my temptation, right? <laughs> like I want to like, oh, like how many people, like when I do this, does, you know, that convert people kind of thing. I've been mostly just trying to dump people in the top of the funnel and mm-hmm. try different parts of the funnel to put people in uh, and kind right. of see how that changes things. So that's maybe- See what that's comes maybe, out on the other side. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't had any like, like uh, upgrades. Um, kind of the best I've had so far is like engagement uh, numbers of like, people that like repeatedly use the platform or like people that Mm -hmm. have like feedback. And so kind of, I've tried to do two things and like, this is where I'm curious to see what you think. Um, I did a bunch of Reddit ads, Mm -hmm. um, as a way of just like throw a bunch of people in there just pay them some money and get it done. And that seemed to get, um, that had a really good, like decent conversion rate as far as I could tell. And like I got a decent number of signups out of that. Um, And then I've also been doing um, more one-on-one outreach through LinkedIn. Um, I kind of have a bit of a process I came up with of like kind of nurturing people to the point of inviting them into testing taxi. And um, that's been really helpful because you kind of get some, you kind of get like a rough feeling for like what they care about or like, you know, how excited they are about it. Like I had like, Mm -hmm. there's, I got everything from like, yes, I've been waiting for this. Like, thank you for the invite. Here I go. Until like, yeah, okay, whatever, or, like, non-response, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of those have turned into, like, people, like, actually being, like, giving, like, useful feedback of, like, hey, I tried this thing and it didn't work, or, um, you know, I wish I could do this, but I can't, or whatever. And um, at this point, it's kind of unknown as to who will convert, if any. Um, right. And so I've kind of wondering, like, where, if you have any thoughts around, like, where I'm spending my time, if there's any usefulness in like kind of divvying that up or um I don't know anything like that.
1: Um I don't know. I mean it's I I guess I mean anything you're doing to get impact, I would just say like I would probably if you're if like Reddit's working, hmm. um I'd probably Like that's something you can kind of set and just let, let it kind of run a bit for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would say, I would say prioritize any channels that are already, you know, working well and hopefully aren't taking you much time, but, Mm -hmm. and if you do have time, then you're doing that to experiment. So if like the LinkedIn one is kind of like, eh, it's neither here nor there, I don't know or it's sort of in the middle, where you just know I have to put X amount of time to get Y amount out. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe look for other other potential channels or I don't know. Um, I would just say try to be yeah, judicious about your, your time. But if you do have something where like, hey, Reddit, and I know I could just put, you know, a hundred more dollars in a week or a hundred more dollars in a day, like that's actually worth my time because I'm getting essentially... Mm -hmm. users that are you know increasing the amount of like you were saying people into your funnel um and so you're really kind of helping to validate you know if you can get conversions out of it
0: yeah yeah that's kind of how i've been thinking about it too of just like being able to just basically pay for a shortcut because like the yeah once you set up the copy like i've already kind of experimented with the copy on reddit and kind of figured out what works and what doesn't um and so it's kind of like a done thing. You just pour more money and if you want more users kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas with the, yeah you know, with the LinkedIn stuff, it does take a lot of time. Um, like you have to, you have to work them through the whole process. And if you try to race it, it doesn't work. And um, it, it, yeah, the only, the only saving thing I think with the LinkedIn stuff is that like the feedback I'm getting out of there is, does feel useful in some extent of just like, and even just the excitement too, like, I, I don't know, to, to have someone say that they love your tool and that is like, I don't know, you'd like to hear that every once in a while.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I guess that's the determination. Is it, what is more important to you right now? Is it learning about the product or learning about getting conversions? Right. Cause like mm-hmm. your goals are set around getting conversions, right? Like how much, mm-hmm. how much time you have, uh, five weeks left. Yep. <laughs> So, uh, if you don't recall, uh, listeners, we you know, we Nate set a, set himself up a goal to what is it to again? Is it five hundred dollars? Two hundred dollars?
0: Two hundred dollars MRR.
1: Yeah, two hundred dollars uh, MRR uh, by the first of
0: March. Right, that's right. right. Okay. <laughs> so Today's the nineteenth. <laughs> Good thing I know you know the details, so you'll definitely hold me to it.
1: Yeah, so I'm trying to hold you to it. Is like I think you need volume, right? Uh,
0: mm-hmm. You know, I guess one well, other lever that I could pull that I've also kind of I spent a bit of time on was to um, convert more of my uh, blog um, viewers into the funnel. Uh, mm-hmm. Right now, my my conversion there's really bad. Like I think mm-hmm. I think it's like less than one percent of people even like look at the landing page from the blog or look at anything else other than the blog article. Um, And so I did, I did add, um, I did add a pop-up like an exit um, pop-up and a uh, scroll halfway um, pop-up. Like Elementor ones. Yeah. Um, Okay. I did misconfigure them. So for the last week they haven't done anything. Um, So now (laughs) I'm, you know, fixing that. Um, So I'll, I'll see if that, Kind of does something. Um, I'm not really sure what else to do for that. Like other than like, I don't want to be too spammy. I don't know if there's like maybe another another way to kind of pull on that. I
1: mean, this is the time to be spammy. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, think about the it's 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 you know to make your goal. I wouldn't worry too much about like burning a bridge of being like you know oh they're not going to come back to my site. I mean, chances are they probably weren't going to come back to your site anyway on a, mm. on a Google search for an SEO article. So, um, with five weeks, five weeks left, I would say don't crank, worry crank as much about up. being spammy. Yeah. I mean, just sort of like find out what, what happens, you know, it's like, uh, you know, is it exit intent ones? I mean, obviously you don't want to be just like in there and it's like, um, but, uh, you know, are there some inline places you can bake it in? Right. So as they're scrolling through and reading, right. Just think about some of those. And, and I would lean on the side of being a little more assertive and aggressive because you're on a timeline and because you don't have a brand. So you're not, you don't have brand equity to lose per se. And so so you want to find out what's going to work. Right. So Mm. you're kind of like, Hey, you know what? I'm in this time zone and say, you know, after the, five weeks are up, you can decide to dial it back. But yeah. right now trying to hold you to your thing and got to get there, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm saying uh, buy
1: a list and email people. That's no, nonsense. no,
0: that's, that doesn't seem very effective. Um, right. yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll look at that. Like I already have got, I've got end of article and the, the pop-ups like the two pop-ups, the mid, mid journey pop-up and the, uh, exit intent so maybe i'll put like a top right. top of content as well because i don't really have a i don't have like an inline spot in my content unless i go through and edit all of them which i um, could do but
1: i found a good little uh plugin for that um, oh, okay. called okay. like this is within my i've been i've been deep into uh, WordPress and Elementor this week for various okay. other reasons, <laughs> but, um, there's this really neat one I saw called ad inserter. It's pretty okay. popular okay. and it's very easy to, you could just like, you know, create your own little HTML ad and, and essentially be like on blog post, show every third, fifth and seventh article and like put this in. So it'll allow you to like manage it at scale. Uh, mm. but it'll, uh, It's pretty sweet. I'm excited actually about using it for more inline stuff too. Um, Yeah. Okay.
0: I'll take a look at that. That's sweet.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You can make them and make them more text. Like don't put images, just make it very like, you know, basically think of like, what are five little pain point reasons I could tell them to go Mm. check out, you know, have you ever done this? Like check out this tool. It does it for you. How about this? Have you ever done this? And like come up with like four different variants and have them sprinkled in, like, every, you know, mm-hmm. every five paragraphs or something and just, like,
0: yeah. you know, Yeah, see I, what I was trying to lean more on the text side of things because I think the, the, uh, the, the imagery is too much. I was trying yes. to make them, like, kind of look different, but I don't know if that's useful or not, like, if that makes it, like, they just skip over it.
1: No, you still want to do that. You want to break the eye. Like, we've made that mistake in the past. Sometimes we've done it. An- an image that looks like an ad that is an image and mm. almost because we put images in our blog posts, it's sort of actually almost looks like an yeah, image for that is yeah. part of the part of the content. Um, what we've usually done is like keeping it roughly, you know, text-based and maybe it's like a, you know, like a code box or a, a quote box, like, mm. a, and it's just like the the background is slightly a different color, you know, not sure. anything jarring like orange, but it's like, you know, if you're, if your background of your, of your blog is, you know, a lighter background, like a white, then you want my, maybe it's like a gray, a gray box or a light green or something, you know, yeah. um, enough to, enough to break the eye and making it clear that this is a little thing, but they'll read it if it's text to just be like, Hey, have you ever, you know, yeah. push on a pain point and talk about your, you know, and think about it like you're just throwing stuff on the wall to see if it sticks by like, Have you ever experienced this? Have you ever experienced this? And it's like, that's all it is. If it's not, they're just going to keep scrolling. And, um, but if any one of them seemed interest or garner their, you know, curiosity, the same way you do like LinkedIn social content, like get their, get their curiosity hook going.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of like what I did with the Reddit ads too, was a lot of like, like a lot of text-based stuff. And then I just have like a little image, which doesn't show half the time on Reddit anyways. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll give that a try. It's good advice.
1: Cool. Cool. Yeah. I mean, even just sending, where, where do you put the, I know you've done some videos of you using it. Do you have, yeah. where, where's that stuff?
0: Um, there's a lot of it on LinkedIn and then I've got, um, I've got some of them on my website, like some of them show on, on the, um, the change pages low. Like, so when you get an upgrade, um, sometimes mm-hmm. there'll be like a little video that goes with it of like, here's, you know, what the upgrade is or whatever. Right.
1: Uh, yeah, I was just thinking, I don't know if like from any of those ads, even the Reddit ads or even your inline ads, can you send them to sort of like a transition page? So it's not just like go to the Chrome store, and download it. Right. It's sort of just yeah. like, Hey, have you ever experienced this? You know, you know, like check out free yeah. tool on how to do that. And don't say, you know, it's an extension. Anything. It's just check yeah, out yeah. this free tool, yeah. and then you go to there, and it has it has some videos of the thing, and then just says, oh, you know, if you want to do it yourself, here's a here's the download link. One, you can track people clicking from one to the other, mm-hmm. and then you get an idea. You can build a funnel around that. So it's like, how much interest are you getting from the ads, uh, and yeah. which ads are like feeding that, and they could all feed into the same like page, mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah,
0: so, uh, so I've kind okay, of done we- that. Where I okay, send okay. them, to, I send them to the landing page. I put two options on the bottom. I put a, a link to the Chrome Store and a link to the landing page, and then mm-hmm. um, I'm tracking oh. the funnel to the landing page. Um, I could always, you know, make a separate landing page for those specific things, but I, I think that might be overkill at this point.
1: Yeah, it probably is. One one little hack I've done before is, uh, so. I know we've talked about this, I think we've talked about this before, but there's that concept of message matching, right? Like mm, yep. when you click on one thing and you land on another, you almost want to repeat yourself so you don't, so someone like doesn't yeah. end up going so there I, and be like, yeah. what did I just click on? What, where, where did yeah. I end up?
0: So I did actually do that where I've taken a lot of the headlines from my landing page and used them for my ad copy or like slight variants. Mm-hmm. So that, mm-hmm. and then I used a lot of the same terms because I, I was very conscious of that when um, I made some updates to my landing page a little while back um, right. to make it a little bit more simplistic. Um, cause, just because I found that people weren't quite under quite getting it, and I kind of took mm-hmm. what I was doing on LinkedIn. LinkedIn seems to be like the great like testing place for like how do people resonate? Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. Because there you can like just throw stuff at the wall and see what happens. Uh, but yeah, yeah, definitely uh, tried to match that across. And also, I've like I did a bit of research by starting a thread on uh, Ministry of Testing, and mm-hmm. uh, I kind of I've looked through a lot of stuff on Ministry of Testing to be able to understand like what words do they use to describe some right, of these what things? what languages? Right,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, yeah, the huge hack that seems to work really well. Like I feel like nice. I feel like I can I can speak like one of them, um, which. <laughs> One of us. No, it's a big deal because, like, a lot of them, a lot of testers are not very happy about devs. They're like, oh, they're a bunch of arrogant people that, you know, don't care about me and whatever else. And, uh, yeah, to be able to kind of level with them and, you know, still challenge them on certain things is is something. Cool. Cool.
1: Um, Yeah, last little hack I've done around that is... uh, I'll pass I'll pass the headline over with URL parameters and then just pick it up on the other side on the nice. landing page and then replace the the ty- like the the first headline mm. and then the rest of the details on like backing up the thing so even if you be like hey felt this pain point and then you could yep. just when they click on their thing pass whatever you want like to be the headline on the next yep. page like into the thing so it's just quick javascript yep. little little Url param and insert
0: on the header. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh. Just like just so, like plain uh, text, no like encoding or anything. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I've, been, I've been actually. Worried about I, I, that. I, I oh, Sorry.
1: Good.
0: I, I say I've been worried about that sending links to people. Where like I've been tempted to put like a UTM parameter on some of the links <laughs> I send people. I'm like, uh they'll mm-hmm. probably see that and like, you know, they'll know what's what and not like it. <laughs>
1: knows i don't know some people cut and paste all cut like sometimes you get those ones laced with it because it's just how they cut and paste it because they oh yeah so um but uh but yeah that that strategy works really well on like the google ads i've done because they give you like a quality score rating so sort Mm. of like if you have a lot of people that bounce quickly because so i actually put in what because you can grab whatever the term is that Mm. the google ad like Came yeah. up for it so then when they click it then it has it baked into the url landing page so nice. um yeah that that really helped the quality score <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome and
1: and the, and the conversion because then it is like yeah like if you clicked on one saying affiliate software and then my other page says like referral software you are be like wait what even though yeah. arguably very similar or same thing and you're not gonna uh and then instead of creating custom landing pages for each one of those. You know, so.
0: I feel like that's like, uh, like remember way back patio 11 was doing stuff like that. He was talking about it on Twitter and he was like doing like all, he had this like website that was like, like super dynamic, but it was just like a blog kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It feels like we're like finally catching up to some of those things.
1: <laughs> or just, yeah, have a, have a, have a reason to, and that, and that's the nice part of being like, you know, thinking in marketing, but also, knowing that you don't have to follow the standard rules because mm-hmm. you can sort of yeah. hack it on the other side. <laughs>
0: <So>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Devs and marketing watch out.
1: <laughs> yeah. So most of the time we have a problem writing copy. So it's usually like nothing to yeah. worry about,
0: <laughs>
1: but the research you're doing sounds great. Like learning that language, learning to, I would say like, uh, I think I've written de- this before, but just like learning to, to, s- you know, speak, speak the language of the natives, essentially, mm-hmm. it's like, you want to be yep. there and you want to be able to communicate effectively, um, and use the same terms they do versus like, you know, trying to translate them or trying to go over mm-hmm. there and explain new concepts. It's like, well, no, let me use your concept, bridge you into the thing. And then I'll just tell yep. you, well, I call it this, but don't worry about that.
0: Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So lots of things to do on that. Got to try and uh, not make any, not make too many new features, and we'll uh, have to check back in in two weeks, I guess.
1: Yeah. Remind me again, what are your? You've already outlined like what are the paid features for the upgrade paths and whatnot.
0: Yeah. So the I did change it since we last talked. So we did do uh, like a mobile rendering um, service Mm -hmm. is the a paid one. And then um, I added just recently edge cases, which is basically just a rerun of the auto test feature that I have. Um, So basically, if you put your cursor in a box, then in edge cases will tell you like all the 50 ways you could break it. And Mm -hmm. um, part of that is I've restricted the the more weird test cases to pro um, in the edge case section. And also because there's like a bazillion edge cases. So kind of works a little bit.
1: Can you dynamically, uh, like, people have to have an account, right? Like, it's the Chrome Store Plus. Do you have to have an account?
0: You don't have to. uh, Not for all things. Mm -hmm. So it's like a a progression. Like, as you work in the app, there's, like, more and more things you kind of have to set up.
1: Okay. I was just trying to think of, like, (laughs) I, I know that if that you know, maybe it's like, give it another thought. I have an, another idea on a, like a pricing plan thing. And mm. again, trying to get you to, trying to get you to be able to like get some upgrades. Um, I don't know if you've thought of even just like giving the perception of a limitation um, to mm. where, let's say like, how many how much usage right and like even doing a usage-based type of thing so it's like something mm-hmm. like hey everyone here you get you know you get give them plenty of credits so it's like yeah yeah. it's like every account gets like 500 credits uh at per month or whatever and you could just decide who that's why i asked about yeah, the yeah. account could you could you give it can you make it not even show up for people that are loyal like you know that are like yeah, yeah. i don't really care if they upgrade so it's not they're just good users and i just wanted they were early adopters but the new ones coming in from reddit and it's like okay great you get like you you still get a generous amount 200 credits but if you buy now
0: <laughs> yeah
1: like and you buy an annual thing like you'll get a fantastic deal you'll get like one time there's there's a one time offer going on through the end of march or through the beginning of march for like mm-hmm. you know you get You get 10,000 credits or you get for every, you know, something to sort of just create some urgency and and also some scarcity around the thing. So it's like, I got plenty of credits, but this is good. You know what? They have this deal and I have to do it within the first seven days that if I, Mm. like, pay X, I get, you know, X amount of credits. Because, again, this –
0: Yeah, I would say that's a good idea because, like, one one variant of that that I've already done is to email – the people who get as far as to putting their email in, and I email mm-hmm. them with a like a discount, like a limited time discount. Um, the, it's yeah, till the first of March, nice. which is pretty long. So maybe I have to make that a little shorter just to make some. More I would urgency. make it
1: time, yeah, time. Like as you are getting cohorts in, give them give it give it a week. I mean, you've got a short leash, man. <laughs> you've got to <laughs> if we want to if we want to get this going in this time frame. I mean, this is what just, these these constraints force some creative thinking. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. So. yeah so yeah if i did it like uh, on sign up like or if i push them towards getting an email in earlier and then yeah I could reach out to them um with a limited time offer and then i just worry like i wonder about um i could limit the suggestion like i could use like credits a credit sort of system for the amount of suggestions you get because that seems to be the thing that people kind of like understand as like oh this is like value like a value metric um so something like that could work. But I, th- right. I think I'd have to check through my usage um, patterns and make sure that there's enough usage there to support that.
1: Okay. I mean, I think something, even though I would worry less about the data and if you were had time to develop anything, it's like, how could you, one, how can you get people so you can count them, right? So you need mm-hmm. an account, right? So mm-hmm. it's almost like
0: well, I do already a free have, one. Like, okay, I do already have like an install um, ID. So, like, I do know unique. Okay. I do know uniques. Okay. I just don't so know. You can, like, you can set who, some
1: limitations. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and just uh, that's, but that's where you could just sort of like, okay, these IDs, like, I'm gonna slow roll it. I'm gonna be like, this week, the IDs that come in this week or this yeah. these three days, I'm gonna start them with 100 credits or whatever, yeah. and then this is the time to sort of, you know, you don't want to like, you know, I don't know, piss off your, your <laughs> existing, your people, base, yeah. Yeah. right. But these new ones, maybe it's the ones that, you know, and again, you might just try it want, you know, turn it on for a couple of days and just see, and just like basically ride a cohort out. Be like, mm-hmm. here's my experiment. I want to do this week or start for Monday's cohort. It's like, you know, 200 credits, they get an email, you know, they get cut off there. They have to add an email address then they get a thing and then they get this offer that expires in seven days. It's like that's yeah. Monday's experiment. Yeah. Uh, or maybe you make it Monday and Tuesday's experiment. And then uh, Wednesday and Thursday's experiment is something else. Like, actually, I want to try this a little higher and this and this, you know. And so you roll these cohorts mm-hmm. of that type of thing. Um I mean, this is really getting into fast experimentation because
0: you have a short <laughs> timeline. <laughs> so. I know. And I don't have any, like, I haven't had any nibbles yet, so that's uh, even more concerning. So, Right. Got to do something.
1: Yeah, man. Get on
0: it. Huh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> cool. All right. Um, yeah, this was fun. Let's, let's yeah. get you some progress, and hopefully by the let, next time we talk, I hope to be, like, fully vetted on my new pricing thing and it Mm -hmm. is now and then it gets rolled into dev like there's we've been working on this for like a year so there's plenty of infrastructure that's been built around some of the things right now it's just the tweaking the fine-tuning bits around Mm -hmm. languaging the pricing and exactly like which side of which fence are things going to be on that type of
0: stuff that's a big deal we're going to have a good recap next week
1: yeah Yeah, so it'll be that and we'll see where Nate gets because by then it's kind of the midpoint.
0: Yeah, well, I've got to get going. i got things to do, man. Yeah, man. All right, cool. See
1: ya. Enjoy the snow as well.
0: Yeah, we'll (laughs) do, you too. All
1: right, talk to you (laughs) later.
0: Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for joining us today. If you want to chat with us, we're on Twitter. I'm at Nate Bosher and Josh is at Logic. If you're a new listener, uh, check out some of our most popular episodes, Episode 52, 7 Years to 22 MRR and Zombie Startups, or Episode 30, Review Sites are a Necessary Evil and Hacks to Get Around Them. Thanks again.